0: Hi, this is Women Beyond a Certain Age, and this is Denise Favaldo. I'm alone today. This is a little mini-sode. Cindy taught me that word. And basically, this is just a quick couple of minutes about things that I want to talk about. This one is entitled, Stuff My Mother Told Me That Turned Out to be Completely True. Now... Oh, and aren't the topics of our mothers just a mixed bag? <laughs> my mother, I loved deeply. She's gone, but not really because she's with me every single day because uh, I got her and she got me. So my, I start with this one. Growing up, my mother used to say to us, I have two sisters, three little girls, Girls, you got to marry a man that thinks you're worth two prime ribs. It was years before I really understood what she was talking about, and here was why. I finally asked her. I said, Mom, what the, why in the hell did you tell me that? I was probably a teenager. And she said, Well, you know, when I ma- got engaged and was going to marry your dad, he was rich, Denise. And, of course, I thought, well, I don't know if they were rich. But my mother grew up dirt poor. Poor as a church mouse. They were. They lived in an apartment that they got for free because my grandfather, her father, managed the apartment. They ate day-old bread because he swept up the bakery. I mean, it was just they didn't have a lot of money. And so when she met my father, not only his father own his own business. They had a Cadillac and he owned his own apartment building and he bought my mother for an engagement ring, three quarters of a carat diamond. So of course she did think she was marrying the Rockefellers. <laughs> God bless her. And um, match made in heaven. They were married for 40 years, happily married. So the day of the wedding, my father bought my mother an orchid corsage that he had sent to the house, bought her a fox collar for her very best suit that she owned. They were going to get married in her parents' apartment and he sent from his father's meat butcher shop two prime ribs. Now they were big prime ribs so my grandmother who'd never cooked a prime rib in her life was Aghast and scared and screaming and apparently carrying on. And the, the prime ribs were too big for the oven because and she wasn't much of a cook to begin with. So my mother called and said, how do I cook these prime ribs? And my father said, don't worry about it. I'll come early. So he cooked, cut the prime ribs in half, cooked four pieces of prime rib before his wedding day, before his wedding vows. And that's why my mother used to say, marry someone who thinks you're worth two prime ribs still makes me cry. I think it's the sweetest story. Now, so it turned out that it was true. So I got married the first time and you know, he was a wonderful guy. We were just too young. When I look back on all of it, the blame has been put to the side. My anger is, how can you stay angry? My God, you know, I was married to him when I was in my twenties. I'm 67 now, for God's sakes, let go of it. But I will tell you this. He didn't love me <laughs> enough to have bought two prime ribs. And part of that was my fault because I was in that situation where it was all me. I put him through school. I didn't mind working. I didn't mind dropping out of college. I didn't mind buying the house. So I made him, I think I made myself worthless. I mean, valuable that I was his meal ticket, but... I didn't respect myself enough in that first marriage, to be perfectly honest. Didn't know it for a long time. So when I got divorced, my mother said to me, well, next time, hopefully you'll marry someone who, who cares more about you, Denise, really, you know, who cares about you. So she went on that one. She was totally, totally correct. Now, the next thing she said to me, which totally turned out to be true, and again, it's because I was single for 14 years before marriages, between marriages, she used to say to me, find somebody with their own happiness. Again, I'm not sure I understood that at first. But what I did find out was when I met my second husband, is he's a great, great husband. And you know what? I always say this to people. We fight. We bicker. Um... Cindy sometimes calls us the Bickersons because we can fight about, you know, cutting the sandwich in half. But the real important things, we're a team. But I'll tell you something. My husband has his own happiness. He is smart and bright and has loved his own career, loves to play the guitar. So he's not dependent on me to make him happy. And I'm grateful for that because I don't think we can really make each other happy. I think we have to have our own happiness. My mother used to say, you want to feel good, you want to be happy, go take a walk and look at the world outside and you are bound to feel better when you get back. And of course, the older I've gotten, I've learned something. I can walk my dogs around the neighborhood and whatever was bothering me is gone by the time I get back. I've looked at the magnolia trees. I've looked at the hummingbirds. I've looked at stuff that is so simple and so beautiful that it makes me happy. Now, I don't know if that's just as you get older, but I do know that it started, for me, it really started to happen for me in my 40s, where I realized that I had to create my own happiness. That really got tuned in with gratitude. I started to see all the people in the world that are not happy, some of it's circumstances, some of it's gratitude. And I know this is an interesting thing. I was a Tony Robbins baby. And if you know Tony Robbins, he's a motivational speaker. I bought a series of his tapes. They changed my life because I was able to see that if I couldn't make excuses for my for my own behavior, I had to either accept my own behavior, correct my own behavior, and have some gratitude. So that really worked for me. My mother was a very grateful person. She used to say every morning how lucky we were. And now when I look back at when she said it, it was, it was always something simple. We were having toast and jam. We were all around the table. Whatever we were planning, whether it might have been that we got to go out on a boat, my father bought a boat, uh, whatever it was, my mother was always grateful. And so I have found that, again, She used to say, say your prayers and be grateful. Well, you know what? It turned out that she was right. (laughs) Oh, God, if only she was still alive and I could tell her um, that she was right. I will say this, and this was my, my seriously what I learned. Get a good night's sleep, she used to say don't deal with this now, get a good night's sleep. And I used to think it was such a stupid thing for her to say, and I would actually be angry about it. And then recently, in the last 30 years, running my own business, it has it been wonderful? Sure. Has it been hard? Yes. Um, Am I grateful that I could have my own career and, and live with, creativity and stuff sure but where there were really rough times uh, p- making payroll sometimes there was some hard times um, being single it was it, being single being married it's it you know getting married doesn't mean you always have money so I've had the good and the bad but this was my favorite recently my husband and I have been moving um, into a bigger house in Ventura. We've had a weekend home there and we are planning our retirement in Ventura. We've got a year or two to go, but we had to move in. We bought a bigger house like the dream house that we've wanted that would work for us. And the thing that's so weird about it is it's exactly the kind of house my mother would have bought. So see you again. Things my mother always said that have come true. This house is just what my mother would have wanted, okay? And I knew it the minute I walked in. I thought, oh, my God, she wins again. So it's pretty, and it's comfortable, and it's charming, and it's quiet and peaceful. Now, the other night, my husband and I had been work, working really hard for a week together morning noon, and night on this house and he was getting frustrated about something and it was about nine o'clock at night and I said to him please put that away please put that away let's not try to solve that problem tonight you can't solve it we're too tired so we both took showers and I said you know what we'll be able to handle that first thing in the morning we just need to get a good night's sleep and sure enough The next morning, we solved the problem like three minutes after we had a cup of coffee because we just needed a really good night's sleep. So I thanked my mother because I thought, I'm grateful for all the things my mother taught me and all the things that turned out to be true. The stuff that turned out to be true. I bet you have stories of things that your parents or an aunt or a beloved person in your life said to you that have turned out to be true. So share some of that with us. I think everyone likes to hear the history of how you became you. So if you have anything to tell us, contact us at womenbeyond at iCloud.com. Go to our Facebook page, which is Women Beyond a Certain Age. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye.